0: I'm Jonathan Polevsky, and it's my pleasure to interview Manuel Barueco for these podcasts. Well done, Manuel. Your fans have questions for you.
1: Okay. Uh, Are you ready? We'll try our best.
0: Okay. Let's start with a question from Abdul Razak. And he says, Manuel, I wonder if you have any suggestions on how to get a good tone when you play the guitar. He says, I also need suggestions on how to shape my nails perfectly. I think we all want that. And thank you and best of luck to you. So,
1: Well, thank you, Abdul. Uh, You know, it's hard to talk about it, to to just talk about sound and tone. I think it's important to have a sound in mind of what one wants. The way I think of sound, the way I think of tone, I think of it in terms of what I would consider to to be a beautiful, let's say, distribution of overtones of the sound. You know, in my opinion... For example, what was considered a great sound, the the great Segovia sound years ago, in my opinion, it can it can sound a bit dull now that sound, and that's not to be critical. That's just for our. Do you think ear that's the today.
0: recordings, or you think that's the? That I was think there was sound. a taste.
1: It's, that's my guess. Mm-hmm. That's my guess that it was a taste of the time, and you know, and uh, that's what I think. Yeah. And then later on, I think, uh, I think sometimes the sound became too bright almost brittle you know and it lacked in my opinion depth to it so what i what i try to get what i try to get is a sound that hopefully has everything mm-hmm. it has the lows it has the middle and it has the highs you know as as long as it has a combination of those three things you know i think that it has the potential of being like what i hope would be like a classic sound you know
0: I have three good. Gu- uh, let's talk about nails a little bit because I have three guitarists in the room with me yeah. and uh and i'm curious can i see can I see all of your all of your nails like a little closer so like blind people I can see okay, so yours are fairly long, and yours also are fairly long, and yours are shorter know uh, <laughs> the other hand yeah and mine mine actually are pretty short it, it it's my my impression is that nails uh, are dependent on what God gave you for nails, correct. And some people were given like perfectly beautiful, curved shaped nails, and some people were given wavy nails. And... Yeah. or do you, or do you think that doesn't matter?
1: No, I mean I, I think it does matter. Yeah. I mean, but but I think the the goal is probably the same. I mean, except that that some people do have to go around certain difficulties. Some people they have like you know like odd curvatures, yeah. especially the ones that like sort of sink mm-hmm. down. You know, they they have they have to deal with all that. You know, I mean, I don't I don't know what to say uh, as far as. You know, shaping the nails. I mean, I, what I found is that it needs to be perfectly smooth. Mm-hmm. And little nicks in the nails that right. will break up the tone. I find that the less, less curvature, meaning like the, the straighter the, the, the nail, the thicker the sound to the point that it will be dull. But also this this also depends on the angle in which one is playing. So, mm-hmm. you know, so, the angle
0: that the nail hits the string. Yeah. 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 yeah,
1: yeah. yeah so, so I mean, it's, that's why I say it's hard just to talk about in terms of the nail. Of, of the nails, but it should it should be i think off the top of my head, what I would say is that it needs to be a smooth release mm-hmm. also that that is perfectly smooth because of the quality of the sound and also the release and because any little hooks or anything mm. you know will slow us down when we play you know um but other than that you know i mean I think if be easy to talk about it. Looking at, at the nails absolutely, and, yeah. Know? This
0: is a thing where you need uh, to consult a physician, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, you mentioned some of, some of the some of the the uh, consult a physician. Some some of the weird nails out there. David Russell told me that 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 he knew of some people that have really like bent nails, you know, and that they will use like a warm or a hot spoon, you know, to, to reshape mm-hmm. the nail, and apparently, it really works well for some people. Interesting, you know, to do that. So, so you know, like sometimes nails will like hook mm-hmm, down. And,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Be
1: careful!
0: But um, uh, who taught you about nails?
1: Who taught me about about nails?
0: Or did you I figure don't this out? Nobody
1: telling me. That doesn't mean that nobody told me about it, but I just, I just don't, don't remember. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't remember. It also really goes. It's. Goes together with two things. One is the sound that you're looking for, and your technique. So it's when you have a goal in mind of sound and and fluidity, and, and you find the nails that would allow you to to do this. You know, does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know? it, well, if you don't know what it's gonna sound like in your head, then it's very hard to make it sound like anything on the you know in in reality. I guess.
1: Yeah. You know, also, also things like you know in the physical part of it in terms of playing. You know. And again, depending on, on the position that one uses, you know, when playing, the longer the nail, it seems to me that that would slow us down because you need to get all that nail through the uh, through the strings Straight. before it's released. You yes. know, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the length becomes an issue also in in that sense, and also between the, the fingers. You know, for example, if if I if one finger had a longer nail on the other, that could create an imbalance that would affect. The dynamics and, and rhythm as well.
0: Okay. William Bergman asks you, he says, uh, many years ago in a masterclass, you mentioned that you tape your nails during practice to avoid wear. Well, that's an interesting uh, discussion. Um, have you since found a way to correct the soft nails that wear too much? He says, I now have this problem and I'm exploring ways to correct it. This is mm-hmm. interesting.
1: Well, hello, William. Uh, I actually have the tapes on I, right I now. I can see that, actually. <laughs> yeah. We need to have, like, you, a You camcorder. cannot see that. Yeah. Well, I don't think that, that it has anything to do with soft ma- nails. I don't think it's the softness of the nails. I think it has to do with the angle in is which he one dragging,
0: He's dragging on the string.
1: Yeah. And, and that what happens is if in a certain – I mean, with, as far as the winding of the bases, you know – Playing in a certain angle, in the angle that I play, it just it just eats uh, the nail. You mm-hmm. know, no matter how 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 hard a nail might, might be. So uh, so in the angle that I play, that's what happens. So so one time in a, I remember it was a, it was a, uh, giving a master class in Puerto Rico because you know it's a big deal when you have this problem. It's a huge problem, you know. So I was giving a master class in Puerto Rico, and one kid was laughing at the other one because he was taped in the nail. You know, I go. What? What did you say? So you know. So um, mm. I think it was Ivan Rijos who interesting. You know, so the one was laughing at Ivan because he was using tape when he was practicing. I went home, I tried it, and it changed my life. Wow. So so I practice just about all the time with with uh, with tape with on tape. because it, it's just a lot easier. Interesting. And I know a lot of people that that, that use it. Because you don't have to pay, spend so much time in you know actually having to file the nail or, or having to deal with worn nails because of the practice now having said that, having said that, another aspect of it, is sometimes it is hard to get the nails to stick because the nails need to be really clean you know and I, and I don't mean as opposed to dirty as opposed to I don't know what you know that anything at all dust or something and they don't stick as well sometimes it takes a while to get them to stick mm-hmm. Interesting. but and if you do. If you do, and if you do it well, you cannot even tell. Mm-hmm. I mean, in fact, uh, you know, sometimes I play concerts with a uh, with a tape on, and I believe David Russell told me that he also has done that. Mm-hmm. So if you do it well, you don't even hear it.
0: Uh, ever break a nail before a concert? Right before, like moments before a concert, oh, a day before, or even oh, day, day of.
1: before day before, yeah,
0: yeah. And you compensate, or do you use an artificial nail?
1: I have never used an artificial nail. Mm-hmm. Luckily, when I've broken a nail it's, it's been that you know it just falls on the floor and you know, while well, I'm exaggerating you know yeah yeah and even if the nail had comes off altogether, if you put enough layers of of, of the uh, of the paper with the glue and it dries well i mean it, you know you'll be fine with it you know nice i mean the only the only thing is it's stiffer it's mm-hmm. not it's not like a real nail, it's not as flexible right That's right but it's you know it certainly functions well. Yeah. Nice.
0: Um, I was going to ask you uh, if there was, since we're talking about tone, uh, if there was a guitarist whose tone you really... Liked. Yeah, if, yeah. Whose sound you just like really enjoyed listening to. And this ties into a question from Gregor Hansen in Chicago who says mm-hmm. Hi, Manuel. I'm wondering if you, when you hear a fellow guitarist in concert, or for that matter, I'm going to just extend this onto recording, uh, do you sit back and enjoy the music if it's a good musician, or do you analyze technique, phrasing, etc.? So, So, first, I'm, I'm just curious uh, is there a guitarist whose tone that you, you sort of think, oh, you know, I, I just, that's a beautiful sound? That's a really you know i i sorry I, i'm sort of I, I'm sort of thinking that this is kind of an unfair question because I, I I would think it would be easier for you to answer this about a violinist or about a cellist or about any instrument other than guitar
1: well you know i i I am trying to do a good job with what i do and I, and I think when you try to do your best, I think that also entails being very self critical so I am I can be painfully self-critical. And unfortunately, the bad side of that is that sometimes you can you can I find myself in a situation where I can be really critical of others as well, even if that's not intention. So sometimes it's really hard to be to be objective. You know, there's a sound that that I am looking for, there's a sound that I like, I try to get. And it's really sometimes hard just to see it in in other ways, you know. Now having said that. Wait a minute. Let me, let me say this. No, when I sit in a concert, I don't sit there to try to analyze technique or music or anything like that. That is not to say that I don't notice it. I mean, I think there, there can be beauty even in watching somebody's technique. If you when when you see a beautiful technique, there's there's, there's a lot to be enjoyed in that, it's like you know, ballet or something like that. But I don't sit there with with a purpose to analyze, but but to uh, but just to hear, to listen to the music. So having said on the one hand that I can be very critical of myself and of others sometimes, on the other hand, there's probably nothing that makes me happier than when I hear the the guitar beautifully playing. I mean, to me, it's like the most beautiful thing in the world.
0: Um, This is from Jeff Covey in Maryland. He says, Dear Manuel, I've been enjoying your podcasts. Thank you for making time to sit down for them. And I thank you for making time to sit down for them. He says, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on digital distribution of music. We seem to be in a transitional period in which the CD's not quite dead, but at least for young people, it's mostly a means for transferring music onto a computer or digital audio player. As the CD itself fades from the process, musicians won't be down by its format and can release recordings of an arbitrary length. Um... So let's talk uh, – well, actually, I'm going to go on. Does it appeal to you to be able to release 20 minutes of music when that's all you want and two hours when that's what you need? As a listener, I enjoy the convenience and flexibility, though I'm sad that some people will buy a single movement of a suite or concerto and never hear it in the context of the whole work. Mm. But best of luck with your projects, Jeff Covey. Yeah. What do you think? This is interesting. Yeah. The, you know, in your lifetime and my mm. lifetime, the whole business of music has changed like about four times. Mm. Yeah. You know, from LPs to CDs and now as CDs are disappearing to uh, downloads. I mean, it's yeah. changed three times in major ways.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, hi, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, you know, w- when you have a different format like the, the, uh, like the LP, for example, part of what it did was it made us think in terms of 40 minutes, 20 minutes in each sign, or 20 minutes and 20 minutes. For example, like uh, when, when the, the one of the first recordings that I made of Albeniz and Granados, it's, it's always mentioned Albeniz and Granados, and it's because you had two sides. Right. And that was a nice thing to have. The, I find that the, the, the CD is kind of difficult because it is 60 minutes w- without without a break, with with no, no obvious uh, divisions within that, like the 20 when you turn the thing around. Mm-hmm, you turn the mm-hmm. LP around, that's that. So, but on the other hand, it did... It did tie us down to those two formats or those formats of forty minutes, twenty minutes, or now or sixty minutes. And that puts pressure on if whatever it is you're trying to create does not fit within that. You know? So so sure. It would be great to be able to put out something that it's only five minutes if that's all you want. Or two hours if that's what you want, whatever the length. That would give obvious artistic freedom. You know that that, that would be valuable mm-hmm. for us.
0: Well, also concerts too, though, have this crazy format of you know a forty-minute first half, twenty-minute intermission, a half-hour second half. I mean, I, I think yeah. personally, it's so much music. I would be happier hearing fifty minutes of music
1: and going to have dinner. But what if it was five minutes of music?
0: Yeah, in in a concert, this would be chutzpah. Uh,
1: <laughs> well, Because there is something that, that, that you, there's a minimum that you expect when you go to the concert, right? You know. But
0: do we have to have the maximum? Which is int- I think people expect them, you know, it's almost like they expect two halves. And I don't know why they expect two halves. I think they would be happier with 50 minutes of music, good, good, solid 50 minute recital, uh, kind of similar to what students do at, at Peabody.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I think, I think part of it, in my opinion, is that, is that uh, well, obviously part of it is a tradition and also the expectations. I think a lot of people that go to concerts, it's, a, it's an evening out for them. True. You know, and maybe that that format of within two hours, you know, is is what they feel will do an evening for mm-hmm. them. You know, that's yeah. what what it is. You know, um, I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you that why should it be two hours? It could be an hour. I mean, as long as it it is advertised that when it's you know, and as long as you go to a concert it's only five minutes. But you know that's what you're getting, and mm-hmm. it's okay. But if you know, if you know, if you pay, you know, four thousand going this five minutes, I think you're not going to be very happy with it. True enough. But I often have this conversation with friends because I don't know. I mean, I cannot imagine a world where you wouldn't have like you know uh, a suite, you know, like you know, several movements together or the concept. Album that, you know, like in... I can imagine a world without having, like, Sachin Pepper mm-hmm, or... Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, and I like to think that there's always going to be some sort of format that would allow for that to happen. I would like to think that, and just be single individual, you know, Cuts. things, you know, like, you know, maybe like buying a chapter from a book. Or something, right. You know?
0: Yeah, I think, you know, it's interesting that there's always going to be... There's two sides of this. One is that there's the great concept album of somebody who has vision... And if you, if you have a part, uh, you're missing the beauty of the whole. And the other is the all-too-often story where there's two cuts on an album that are good, mm-hmm. and you've just paid 12 bucks for two cuts. So I think yeah. these things are always fighting with each other.
1: Yeah, but, but it's, it's also not true that, that in all albums there are only a couple of cuts. No, that, no, no. That, no, no, that no. Are and it, I think it, 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 uh, it also depends on, 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 on the purpose of the, uh, of the listener. You know, I mean, I think if you're listening to, to classical music, you know, I imagine you. This is something. You, unless you grew up with it, you're making an effort. You want to learn something from it, you know. But on the other hand, I don't see. I'm, I also don't have a problem if somebody just wants to to listen to a certain, to one movement from one piece. I mean, knock yourself out. That's what you want. But I think the other the other one I hope will remain available for those who want to hear, you know, complete works or the concept album. And I hope there's something that that will remain that way. Nice. Also, you know, I also think it's nice when you have a package, you know, and I don't know if you don't feel this way, where you can also, you, you, there can also be notes written uh, about, you know. So mind you, I mean, I, I also understand that often these these notes are useless anyway, but hey, every once in a while they're not.
0: I write some of those notes.
1: <laughs> well, well, those are the great ones, ah. you know. But uh, but you see what I mean? I mean, I think I think that sometimes that could be part of the experience as well. And I hope that stays around as well. The niceness you know? of the tangible thing, I
0: I can understand. But well, the
1: combination of the writing with mm-hmm. the, with the listening, yeah, And yeah. maybe even maybe even if let's say there was a piece of music that was based on, on on a work of art, to be able to have the work of art and 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 be able to see it, I, I think the the must be a medium that for us. And maybe that also tells you my my generation. Mm-hmm. But it's also nice to be able to hand somebody a present, you know yeah, yeah I that's think. true yeah. Here's
0: this file um yeah no you yeah. you make good points.